This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about technology. Mm-hmm. Not, not an unusual topic for us, but we, we've talked about technology many times before. Uh, but there's been some recent articles that have come out uh, that are really interesting that we thought that we would share because, um, you know, there, there's a lot of discussions that happen as far as how much time kids should spend on technology, mm-hmm. how early we should expose kids to technology, um, all of those kinds of things. And there have been some recent articles that have come out that are, are right on, in line with this. And so we thought we'd talk about it this week. Right. Yeah, we've talked about it before, as mm-hmm. you say. Um, but what struck me with these articles is that many of them um, were about Silicon Valley and CEOs and executives and mm-hmm. engineers who are expressing their concerns about the very technologies that they're building, mm-hmm. the, the, their children's use right. of the very technologies that they are developing. And I thought, well, this is an in, certainly an insider's view. Mm-hmm. So we talked about it a little and decided that let's re- revisit this issue mm-hmm. of technology and addiction. Remember the uh, World Health Organization just right. came out with gaming addiction or did, did what was it? Um, some kind of addiction. This mm-hmm. was a this was a form of addiction. Yeah. So, so we wanted to take another look at it. Yeah. Uh, we know that parents continue to be concerned uh, with those issues of how early, how much, what mm-hmm. type, uh, what should we avoid, what should we include. Right. Um, so with that in mind, we decided to devote the week to this topic. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna start out with um, a, a podcast about uh, an article that uses a word that is a, I think is a relatively new word. Uh, I would um, guess it's in the Urban Dictionary, right? Right. Gamification. <laughs> gamification. Gamifying. And, and so we're going to talk about some of the concerns with gamifying mm-hmm. work. Uh, and right. what we're really talking about here, um, you know, the first time that we really kind of ex- talked about this a little bit was when we were interviewing the creator of the EQ right. Um, mm-hmm. app. Right. And she was talking about... Um, how they developed a, a game that helped walk you through sort of learning, you know, how to build your emotional IQ mm-hmm. and how to mm-hmm. you know, build some of these emotional relational skills. Right. Um, and she talked about how they, they gamified it right. um, to keep it interesting so that you earn points and you earn, it, it, there's a little bit of a competitive nature to it right. um, and you can go through different levels and different sequences. And mm-hmm. that was really the first time we kind of mentioned that word. Right. But it's present everywhere. You know, just about right. everything we do. We were talking about um, uh, meditation last week, mm-hmm. and we were talking about some of the apps for meditation have been gamified. They've been gamified. They yeah. keep track. Okay. They keep so track when we talk about points. When we talk about gamification, for those of you who aren't familiar with the term, gamification is a way of keeping track mm-hmm. and of motivating you. It, mm-hmm. It's feedback that is, that is designed to motivate you to keep doing the game, right. to keep doing the activity, to keep track, to keep track of your improvements. Okay. Right. And this is absolutely a, a something that comes from or, or is derived from <laughs> um, video gaming. You know, oh, it's, I thought you were going to say uh, behaviorism. <laughs> no, it, it's it's from it, it's from video it's from games, video games because right. you know since the eighties, seventies, and eighties when we started right. having video games, mm-hmm. you know, all those of us who started playing video games have been very interested in you know earning points and trying to level up and earning achievements and those kinds of things and 
it has only become more and more pronounced as mm -hmm. more and more games have been produced. And That's so now we're at a point where now we're talking about gamifying work and gamifying right. your emotions and gamifying all these right. other things. Yeah, to gamify uh, the the problem that that gamifi gamification is a solution. Mm -hmm. The problem that it solves is retention and engagement. Mm -hmm. The goal with these games or activities mm -hmm. is to keep you using it right. and to keep you engaged. Right. And it was discovered back in 2006 or seven, certainly mm -hmm. by 2008, that the way, to, the way to keep people engaged is you make it competitive, or you track their progress, you track their points. This is why your youngsters get angry when you tell them to stop, mm -hmm. because they're almost to that next level, right. which is very, very important to them. It's not important to us as parents. We could care less, right. okay? But we're not playing the game. Right. If we were playing the game, it'd be important to us. So the reason your children get angry when you ask them to turn their games off is you're interrupting this effort the to get to the next level. Right. And if they turn it off, they're gonna lose all the points that they've accumulated. Right. This just infuriates, especially young boys who are playing right. these games. Right. So gamification is is a way of keeping you on the game mm -hmm. and keeping you engaged in the game. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and as I mentioned, um, it has now found its way <laughs> into the workplace, right. uh, where things are being gamified. Things are being, you know, your your work performance and your um, achievements at work are now sort of being gamified in much the same way that we do with kids. Video games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Keep track. That's right. Right. So so we have an article that we're mm -hmm. reviewing, and this is actually from um, from an, an article from uh, uh, Fast Company. Fast Company, and right. the um, And I think that's Disney. Is that Disney? It ha the, the, the font is very Disney-esque. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But it talks. It starts out talking about Disney. It's kind of critical of Disney. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the article is critical because um, Disneyland. This mm -hmm. is not our neighbors to the east, right. but Disneyland in California instituted gamification in its laundry room. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, as a way of keeping track. It Maybe used that's to be. That's why I thought that it was by Disney because it's about Disney. It's about Disney. Yeah, the it's the first part of the article right. is about Disney, and they have gamified the laundry room. Apparently. Um, all this laundry, you know, they have all the hotels, mm -hmm. so the laundry goes in and people are working and everything. And they, they used to be unionized, and uh, there was this cooperative arrangement between the workers and management. Well, the union contract ran out, and they decided that they would renew the contract, but with other provisions. Right. And one of the provisions was, we want to gamify your work. Mm -hmm. That is to say, we want to keep better track of what you're doing. Right. What Disney did, however, is they posted workers' performance on a scoreboard that everybody could see mm -hmm. and somewhere in the laundry room. Right. So now you have you have put workers in competition with mm -hmm. each other as though their work is a video game. Right. <laughs> so I yeah. think of I think of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, you know, whistle mm -hmm. while you work. Right. You know, let's go come to work. It had just the opposite effect though. Mm -hmm. They had a collegial environment before gamification, but now they have pitted workers against each other. The other, th the, other the other thing gamification did is that if you weren't keeping up, uh, there would be a red light, a yellow light, or a green light. Mm -hmm. If you were keeping up, keeping up, that is completing enough 
sheets or pillowcases or whatever, you were working at the pace you were expected to work at, you had a green light. As soon as your work output began to slow down, you got a yellow light. And mm -hmm. if it dropped below the expectation, you got a red light. And everybody in the factory knew, everybody mm -hmm. in the laundry room knew that you were falling behind. Right. So people who were not feeling well that day, pregnant women started to get behind. Um, it started to have a, a, a disastrous effect right. on people's well-being. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it put it began to pit people against each other. And they said, "We knew we knew we shouldn't do it, mm -hmm. but it it became so compelling that everybody kept doing it. They right. couldn't not stop. Right, or they could not stop. Right, and, and and it reminds me when I was reading this, I couldn't help but be um, reminded of like what we're doing in schools because right. what we're doing in schools is we are pitting school against school uh, right. for grades and for you know the limited financial mm -hmm. resources. Right. And so every school has to do everything it can to get the highest score possible right. to hopefully score better than some of the other schools right. so that they can get some of those resources. And you know, in, in many ways, some of this high stakes testing is right. a, a gamification of yeah, the educational really system. Is. Right, yeah, because when you, when you talk about people say, well, we should have, we should have um, Private enterprise should run schools because sh schools should be in competition with each other. It's the worst idea in the world, okay? Right. Because the schools who have the best students are going to be the highest achieving right. schools. It, it, education is different. You know, if um, right now the University of Alabama is the number one football team in the country, they're just superior to everybody. And it's because they get the best players, mm -hmm. because they have the best team. Okay, mm -hmm. so whatever school has the best players, they're going to have the best team, and it's going to happen year after year after right. year after year. You don't want to do that with education. Education is not a right. football game. It's not a game. It's not a football game. Um, and if you put schools in competition with each other, um, eventually schools are going to recruit the best students. Mm -hmm. It's not because they have the best teachers or the best books or the best right. computers. It's because they have the highest achieving students. Mm -hmm. That means you're going to have a school full of low-achieving students, and right. you have to make accommodations for them. So be careful of putting competition in our schools. I'm not sure that it's such a good idea. Not like that, right? Competition wasn't a good idea in the Disneyland laundry. Right. I think it's going to be more catastrophic in schools. Right. So the, the, and this is the big issue with gamification, mm -hmm. and especially gamification in the workplace, is that it creates a level of com competitiveness mm -hmm. that a isn't necessary, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you're working in the same company, um, you know, you don't you don't necessarily want your employees to compete against each other. Right. Now, I, I can get I can get it like in, in sales and some of those kinds of things. You know, you have some of those, um, you know, some of that competition. I, I used to work mm -hmm. at a car dealership, and um, you know, all of the sal car salesmen were in competition with one another, basically mm -hmm. to see, you know, there was a leaderboard on who sold the mm -hmm. most cars and all that kind of stuff. Now that, you know, that is potentially, um, and maybe arguably a little bit different than mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. But the issue is, is that when, as we increase some of that competitiveness, right. we're, we're creating the, the risk for a hostile work environment. We're creating the risk for, um, you know, decreased um, productivity right. because people aren't, we talked last week about how your job is, for most people, the job is the most stressful yeah, for place. for 86% of people, right. Making it that competitive mm -hmm. um, and in that way is only going to increase that stress. Right, that's right. Um, 
And you, you talk about companies creating a culture of cooperation and collaboration, so we're all moving in the same mm -hmm. direction, we're all here making, and then you put them in, in competition with each other. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you create camaraderie and competition at the same time, and it's right. not friendly competition. Let's no. let's say we're not talking about friendly competition. Right. This becomes a nasty sport right. uh, when you're pitting people who should be working together toward a goal when you're pitting them against each other, right. Right? whether they're students or workers or athletes or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. um, we do this with athletic competitions all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, where where you're having people compete with each other. You right. Know? Um, you want to create a team. But the players have to compete for the positions, right. you know. So it's a delicate balance, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and and you know we, we work hard to, um, to to try to have a cohesive and cooperative mm -hmm. work environment. And then when we start splintering right. things like this, right. it, it only leads to problems. Right. And and you know if you're going to gamify, you know gamify, uh, for for the entire company. Right. You know, so we're all working together. You know, this is how we're doing as a whole. Right. Um, and we're going to compete, you know, golf, right? Golf yeah. is golf is a competitive sport, but the main person that you're competing against is yourself. yourself right. You know, you're trying to get a better score than you did last time. Mm -hmm. You know, to to gamify an a workplace in that way. Right. You know, hey, this is how we did last month. Let's see if mm -hmm. we can beat those numbers this month. Right. You know, that's a little bit different, but when we're mm -hmm. pitting Employee against employee, right? It's more problematic. And um, you know, just to, <laughs> there's a little there's an interesting little section of this um, article where they talk about uh, games being compelling, mm -hmm. and as proof of that, they've been around for a long time. <laughs> the first game was found to be six thousand. It was six thousand BCE. Mm -hmm. it was a, so eight eight thousand years ago. Right. Um, there, there's evidence that people were developing games. There's evidence in, in the ancient prehistory. prehistory. There's evidence in Egypt of mm -hmm. games, in Rome and mm -hmm. Greece of games, throughout the Middle Ages mm -hmm. into the 1800s, 1900s. Um, so we've had games with us. I mean, there's something compelling about games. Right. Otherwise, they wouldn't have survived for 8,000 years. Right. Okay. So we know that that this competitive edge that humans mm -hmm. have yeah. is a very seductive thing. And that's what that's what this technology is taking advantage of, is right. that natural inclination, that natural proclivity to um, to compete with each other. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. men. Exactly. Jeez. We, 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 we like we like competition. We like to win. We just have to make sure that we use it mm -hmm. and design it in a way that's productive and helpful, right. not in a way that's destructive and right. um, and we do have an example of a destructive gamification okay mm -hmm. because um, Disneyland is not the only company doing this Amazon is doing it mm -hmm. um, Target is doing it Coldstone even has a thing mm -hmm. the Coldstone uh, Creamery as a thing uh, to increase worker productivity but the you can see the insidious nature of gamification in a program that was uh, implemented in West Virginia few years ago, two or three years ago, called Go 365. And it was a collaborative between um, a, the Department of Health uh, or uh, state employees, including teachers. So it was the state employees with um, Humana Health, I think it was Humana mm -hmm. Health. And they developed this program called um, Go 365, which was designed to track people's physical activity, their mm -hmm. location, and um, their, um, the number of steps they took. Mm 
And so it was to encourage, it was like um, uh, Fitbit, those little mm -hmm. watches that people mm -hmm. were wearing, right. that they would keep track of these things. And it was done at a state level, it was done mm -hmm. to all state employees. So it was that individual technology taken to all these employees. And in addition to the activity level, you could also um, give the program uh, vital health information, mm -hmm. like your blood pressure and right. your heart rate and all those medications you're taking. And to gamify it, they gave uh, points. You got points, mm -hmm. okay. Um, and uh, I think it was the higher your score, the worse it, no, failure to accrue points. So if you didn't get enough points, mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the program would give you points, like low blood pressure, mm -hmm. you did activities. So you would accumulate points. The problem is, is that the program was set up so that if you didn't accrue enough points, the insurance company could increase your premiums. Right. You know, which is, and you mm -hmm. say, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it does, but teachers are making 40, less than $40,000 a year, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not, they're not given a choice, mm -hmm. first of all. Um, you know, we talk about everyone wants a choice with healthcare and all that business. They're not given a choice, it just automatically went up, or the deductible would skyrocket, right. you know, if they didn't accrue enough points. This created such animosity among the teachers that they finally went out on strike. Mm -hmm. I remember that West Virginia teacher strike, it was one of the first ones. And one of the things that they accomplished in their strike, in addition to getting a pay raise after five or six years of not having a pay raise, um, was they did away with this uh, Go365 mm -hmm. program. Right. Okay, yeah. so this this is an example of gamification gone awry. Mm -hmm. I don't know how the Disneyland thing worked out. Mm -hmm. There have been some problems, and I don't know how that worked out. But this is a question of of um, gamification gone awry, mm -hmm. and the uh, teachers were successful in doing away with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It, because when you when you tie such critical decisions to right. the gamification, right. you know, you're only, it's only going to lead to problems. I mean, there there are a multitude of reasons why someone may not accrue points. Right. I mean, what you know, like you, you have these Fitbit watches. I guess was what mm -hmm. they used yeah. you know, in that technology. It encourages cheating too. You know, mm -hmm. it, it invites people to. And I'm sorry. It invites people to cheat. Mm -hmm. You know, let me give my watch to my teenage son who runs 12 miles a day. Yeah. You know, so it looks like I'm exercising mm -hmm. when I'm not. Okay. Right. Or, you know, you lie about this, or you fudge this, or you shave that. It just invites. It mm -hmm. also invites the worst. I mean, we know that people are competitive, but competition also invites some of our. Mm -hmm. Most insidious characteristics. Absolutely, absolutely. So. But and the other thing that people don't like about this is that it's a, it is really a top-down kind of, it's an insidious top-down management mm -hmm. because they control the information, mm -hmm. and they can affect your life in ways that perhaps, they shouldn't be able to. Yeah. So, um, some problems in gamification. Absolutely. So. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about some different things as the week goes, uh, all related to. Uh, some technology and mm -hmm. some concerns about the use of technology. So, right. all right. Uh, I can mention it another day. I was going to talk about pseudo fun. Okay. They mentioned pseudo fun in right. there. Yeah, but we can do that another time. Okay. All right. All right. Until next time. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And forget to be afraid.